Our next storyteller tonight is Li Zhao, and Li was born in China, and she has lived in Holland and the UK and spent several decades in the field of international trade, all of which naturally led her to Des Moines. <laughs> On a cold January night, an older woman was waiting anxiously outside of the hospital. She was similarly excited, but also nervous. As soon as a beautiful baby girl's voice burst the hospital sky, she paused, stopped, walked around, and walked away. That grandmother, that woman, was my grandmother, the mother of my father, and that baby girl was me. Well, you may wonder why my grandmother walked away simply because I was a girl. Well, when I was born, China has just implemented the one-child policy, who you might have heard of, which means every family only get one shot in getting their favorite boys. My father was my grandmother's only boy. And it is the Chinese tradition that only the boy get to carry the family name on. With me being a girl, that means the family tradition and the family name will end with me. And that was the reason why my grandmother was so upset that she couldn't even bear to look at me on the day I was born. And obviously, I was too young to remember all of this. My mother has told me the story, and she has also ensured me that eventually my chubby cheeks and my lovely smile has finally won her over. And such behaviors has never occurred again. But that really left a huge mark on my young heart. I wanted to prove to my grandmother that I am equal, if not better, than boys. I'm just this little girl who was so desperately wanting my grandmother to love me equally as her other grandchildren. Growing up as a child, though, my mother was always there for me. Whenever I feel sad or down or because I didn't get enough love for my grandma, She'll always comfort me by hugging me and giving me lots of kisses and told me that she preferred girls anyway. <laughs> she told me she would have been raising boys for other people, plus their trouble. <laughs> and she would be raising girls for herself. I was too young to understand what she really meant, but it doesn't matter. It really comforted me and gave me all the love and assurance I ever need. However, subconsciously here, I still wanted to prove to my grandmother that I'm worthy of her love, that I'm really no different than boys. Little did I know, I was a little feminist then. <laughs> I remember in kindergarten, boys always challenged us girls by saying, I bet you girls, you're a sissy, and you will not get into fights. Guess what? <laughs> I'll get into a fight just to prove they were wrong. <laughs> One day, several boys 
came to me and said, "I bet you cannot climb on top of this newly constructed building. It got rough bricks everywhere." After hearing that, my heart was pounding, my blood was boiling. I perked up my chest and I'm like, "You guys wait and see." Sure enough, I climbed up this construction building like a kung fu monkey. <laughs> I did it. But I was too full of myself, obviously, and I forgot how to get down. <laughs> so I hurt my knee really bad. The next thing I know was blood was coming out of my leg like a waterfall. That surely scared away everybody. That scared the hell out of me too, because I always get into troubles like boys. I was like, oh my gosh, my mom's gonna kill me. So I cleaned up the wound, went to bed, and pretend nothing ever happened. Two days later, I got a huge infection. My mom took me to the hospital. I thought I was done, but instead, she pat me on the shoulder and said, "That's the daughter I know. You always get into trouble. You're mischievous, so I just feel you. I hope you feel better." Well, the next thing I know, I was in high school. I was enrolled in the boarding school in China, and it was where in the high school they really ended up the pressure. We were told that if we don't study hard and pass the national entrance examination, which determines if you go to college or if you get to work in the Motorola factory. <laughs> well, back then iPhone wasn't a thing. If they told me I would be making iPhone, I probably thought that was cool. <laughs> But surely that was enough to scare us. Thinking. Working the factory assembly was no option. We had to bury our head in in books and solving math problem. I remember waking up five o'clock every morning, reciting English, reading out loud for one hour, and then attending all the classes. And during lunch and dinner break, I would just rehearse in my brain about what we had just learned and try to memorize everything. We had curfew at 11 p.m., but that doesn't stop me from studying. I had a little flashlight. I cover myself in a blanket and I continue on. And by the way, if you ever get caught by the dormitory teacher, you will have to read a self-condemnation letter in front of everyone. And I guarantee you, that's the most fun thing you can ever be doing in my high school. Luckily, I never get caught. So if you do visit China, please don't tell my dormitory teacher. <laughs> Well, my mother noticed this tremendous pleasure I was in. So even though she ran a small business then,、um, working 6 a.m. till 10 p.m. every day, seven days a week, she managed to bring my favorite treat to school to pet me up. Now this treat is no ordinary treat. It's my all-time favorite. It takes several days just to prepare it. First, my grandma has to fatten the chicken up, and then they have to retrieve it from her patio. Which is from the third floor of a city apartment, and then my grandma will kill the chicken, pluck the chicken, cut it into individual pieces, and make sure it can put back into a chicken. Yes, you got it right with the head and the feet. <laughs> and I can tell you, the feet does not taste like fingers, like my husband will tell you. <laughs> 
it was my favorite thing. My mom brought this to my school, and I, as I was devouring my favorite chicken soup, she looked at me and said, "My dear daughter, I'm so proud of you that you had the opportunity that I had never had. I noticed that you were under a lot of pressure. I just wanted to let you know, all I ever wanted you to do in life is to do what you want to do, and what you can do." Well, that was a turning moment in my life. I realized I don't have to work hard for my grandmother anymore. I don't have to prove to her I was worth it of anything. I was working hard for myself and for my mother, just to have a better opportunity. And surely and luckily, I did pass the national entrance examination. I went on to college. And I was also offered an opportunity to study in Holland. And then after that, I got a job working for a Dutch agricultural bank. It was the company who transferred me to the UK and eventually to Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> the best place in the world. <laughs> It is here where I met my husband, um, a fifth-generation Iowan, and we got married in 2011. We had a beautiful little daughter in 2000. Oh, sorry, two years earlier, and it was one of those nights as I was feeding her, rocking her, and looking at into her beautiful, innocent eyes. It has reminded me of all the strong women that have came before us. My grandmother, from my mother's side, she survived the Second World War when the Japanese soldier invaded her village and killed almost everyone. She also survived the worst famine of Chinese history, when millions of people died from starvation. She managed to give birth to all of her children. Even my grandmother from my father's side. She was so, as a child, bright when she was five years old, to a wealthy family, and they abused her. She ran away and met my grandfather. So maybe it was her own. Tra traumatizing experience that had made her prefer a boy. I will never know. But I know, if she's watching me from heaven, I know I have made her proud. And I know, and I wanted to tell her in heaven that I kept my family name Zhao as my middle name, and I plan to carry our family tradition on. And then, as I looking back into my daughter, and I was thinking, I cannot wait to tell my daughter when she grow up that on a hot summer July afternoon, both of her grandma, her Chinese grandma, and Iowa grandma, was waiting anxiously in the hospital. And as soon as a beautiful baby girl's cry burst the sky. They give her the best hug and all the kisses and all the love in the world that she deserved. And I cannot wait when she grows up. I'll give her my favorite chicken soup <laughs> and tell her all I ever want you to do is to is do what you want to do and do what you can do. Thank you. <laughs> Beautiful job. Thank you.